Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh my God, them truffle crisps are amazing. Oh my God, let me try. What are they, truffle? Yeah. Truffle. Oh my God, the home dinger. <laughs> what's, the, what's the smell? Truffle? What Truffle what? Like black truffle. I can't put my finger on what lies beneath. <laughs> what? What's that? Oh shit! What's the flavour? It's truffle honey. Mmm, that is good. You know, if if you ever truffle, that it tastes very expensive. Where's it from? M and S. Well, what? That is lovely. So much mm. garlic. What is the flavour? Truffle. Mmm. I like truffle on a um. What have I had truffle on? Truffle oil. Steak. Oh. Steak and mashed potato. You love mashed potato. He goes to KFC and gets mashed potato. Who goes to KFC and gets... I actually do now because of you. Do you know what? I sometimes sweat and it smells like mashed potato. (laughs) (laughs) The Gossip Gaze. The Gossip Gaze. Hi, I'm Storm Chaser Danny Beard. And I'm roller coaster enthusiast Billy Andrew. Coming up on this week's show, we've got advice on breaking into the entertainment industry, darlings. We asked, how far would you go to avoid your family? And we talk conversion therapy with the Tory twats. <laughs> well, hello, Danny Beard. Hello, DJ Billy Andrew. Feels weird being back, does it now? Do you not think? I feel like even though we've only had a bit of a two-week break. A little mid-season break. You know, who are we? Do you know what I mean? Who else has a mid-season break? Are we Bridgerton? Are we Bridgerton of the gay airwaves? I think so, yeah. Um, it's nice to be back, though. I feel like we've not done it in ages. Oh, sorry, I'm, I'm vaping. Can you hear me? Say- God. Babe, my lips smacking off them fucking truffle crisps. They were nice, though, weren't they? Weren't they? There's a whole bowl there and it's going to be gone. There's, um, there's another packet over there. Fantastic. Do you know what else I've got that I didn't tell you about? Go on. What are them really nice... What are them crisps, Joe? In the cupboard? The Cheetos? What are they, love? (gasps) Twisted flaming Hot Cheetos. Melt in your mouth, fiery, puffy experience. Gorgeous. Absolutely fucking stunning. like getting a blowjob off you. (laughs) (laughs) How have you been? I've been really well. Do you know what? I've got... I've moved my gigs, changed them around, swapped them around. And reschedule. Now- Announcement, guys. Billy's got a reschedule. So what am I saying? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. So I, I basically, I do one weekend on, one weekend off. So I've basically got two weekends off a month from my residences. But 
What, were you not working at all? I'm doing double time, darling. So, I'm just on a swingers' time. So, you on a swingers' time? <laughs> I'm just getting boys. used to the buttons again, sorry. Sleepy boys. Um, wow. So I'm not losing out on money, but I actually get Friday, Saturday off every other week. However, I am booking more gigs in. Oh, so you're gonna are you gonna start doing like one off appearances as well? Ideally, I am available for one off appearances. Potentially, <laughs> potentially, yeah. Which is exciting. Yeah, I don't so usually could, do that. So you can just make like one off club. Up. That's good. That's gonna build your profile. Yeah, because don't get me wrong, I love Manchester, but I mean, I do it a lot. So do you and not... it's good to spice it up. It's good to spread your seed. Oh God, absolutely. Like, like the Hetties like to do. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Hetties spread their seeds. You all yeah. see them with kids, with people that they don't know. This can be your opportunity to do the same, but with TJ. And- I want to be doing, I want to be doing, I don't know. Be- <laughs> Jodie Harsh. I want to be Jodie Harsh. Wow. Jodie Harsh of the gay world. Well, she's gay. <laughs> I want to I wanna be. Um... What's Jodie Harsh look like out of drag? Well, she did that Gay Times cover and she did like her face and like uh, she did her drag look and then she did a boy look. I think she's quite cute as a boy from what I've seen. Do you know what though? You're you're one of them. If you're on heat, you look at a stray dog and look and think if it's got a big dick or not. <laughs> Won't you? Do you know yeah. what I mean? When you're yeah. on heat, you're on heat. Yeah. No offence to Jodie. <laughs> you, you'll shag out you when you're on heat. I think I would, yeah. But Jodie is probably up there with one of the queens I would shag, yeah. There's not right. that many that I would. Should we play... Oh, why don't we do a new segment? <laughs> like snog, marry, kill, but not kill. We'll just say something nicer than kill, like... Ugly. No, we're not going to say fucking snog, marry, ugly. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Anyway, we're moving on. I, I need to address the elephant in the room. Go on. Or, well, it is an elephant. Why the fuck is there a six-foot cardboard cut out of me behind you? <laughs> Uh, right so um do you know ellen degenerate yeah i'm one of her close friends on instagram and she was looking for a cardboard cutout for one of her friends yeah just like a celebrity cardboard cutout like as a joke (laughs) and she came across some drag race girls and then all of a sudden came across like non-drag race girls like um, anaphylactic was on there you're on there there's some manchester queens on there and it doesn't have their Drag name though it's actually got their like birth name, which is a bit weird. So it's what's it called? Celebritycutout.com. Celebritycardboardcutout.co.uk. <laughs> and I'm not being funny. If you're listening to anyone that works for celebritycardboardcutout.co.uk, one, I'm not a celebrity. Two, you're a cheeky cunt because you make him. How much was that? Forty quid. Forty quid. It's my fucking picture. Forty quid. I've spent it on it's that. My fucking picture. Forty quid. I look oh. all right on it though. I thought I'd look worse. Do you know what? I did think. I thought, what a strange. <laughs> What a strange picture to have initially, because I thought there's other more iconic pictures I would think of, yeah. But this was when you did a red carpet, and I thought there were lots of press there. So, and also, does this now mean I'm officially a celebrity of Mon Celebrity Cardboard Go Out? Is that really cringe? Am I going to be on coach trip this time next week? <laughs> Potentially, yeah. <laughs> Potentially. Oh my god, dancing on ice! Watch out! I do feel like this could be the first one that sold though. Oh, I think 100% that's the only one that's ever been sold. Right, okay. Whoever was in the factory printing that out, they thought, who the fuck is this? <laughs> I've got a pink face. You do have a pink face. Do you know what? It is a... And it does say it's a life-size. Is it it like, is life-size. Does it? So what, do they get your height from somewhere? They must. I do not know. I think they're guessing. Right, okay. But it is life-size. But I feel like my head's smaller. Yeah, no, yeah. It's in a weird <laughs> proportion. <laughs> yeah. But listen, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do with it now. Now my neighbours already think I'm narcissistic. Now I've got, <laughs> now I've got a life-size cardboard cut out of me in the window. 
<laughs> I might put it in the garden when I do all my seeds this summer. It's like a scarecrow. Oh, right. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Plants around it. So what have you been up to, my love? You did Blackpool? How was it? I've had a lovely little break. Break yeah. from socials, a detox. Yeah. I've, I've been to a yoga retreat to realign my chakras. And I'm fired up and I'm ready to go for the rest of the year. Wow. I think when you work so much, you do need to remind yourself that you need a bit of R&R. That's why I've taken a couple of weekends off a month. Yeah. Rest and recovery. We live fast, busy lives. We do, and you need, and to, you need to slow down sometimes. And sometimes we don't put ourselves first. True. So this is me putting myself first. But I've had a lovely time. Mm. Lots and lots of rumours going about as well. And I want to let you know, I am not pregnant, okay? <laughs> I'm not pregnant. It's fine. I'm safe and I'm sound. Good. And I'm back in action. Back, back, back again, baby. So, yeah, Blackpool, how is it going? Do you know what? It's all right. I, I don't, I'm, I'm not one to diss no women. I like to support queer-run, queer spaces. Mm-hmm. And um, it was Hen Party Central, so I was fucking ripping them all for the fucking... The hetty lifestyles that they live, do you know what I mean? Sometimes hen parties, though, can either get on board or they're like, I want to speak to a manager that uh, I'm going to batter you outside. Yeah, yeah, them. yeah. So was there any of that or were they all on None board? None of that. They were all on board. Right. Dance floor was pumping. You know, as soon as you break out a bit of fucking free from desire, <laughs> they're fucking jumping up and down. Yeah. Like it's fucking 1992. Yeah. And they've all dropped a pill. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and I make loads of drug jokes in my show. Obviously, I don't condone that kind of behaviour, but uh, yeah. They love it. They're like, oh my God, they just mentioned cooking. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh my God. <laughs> Ripping on them all. Do you know what I mean? I was like, I bet you got a French bulldog, haven't you? She's like, oh my God, you're a psychic medium. I'm like, no love, but you fucking, you've got three tones of yellow in your hair. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Live, laugh, love on your bathroom wall and all that. Fuck off. Yeah, boyfriend's a dealer. Boyfriend's a dealer. She works in a salon. Live, laugh, love. Crush velvet sofa. We know how it goes. We know those girls. She's going to fucking B&M to make sure all the Lenore matches so she can be like Miss Hinch. Yes. And on the weekend, the kids are with the mum and she's off a tits in fucking Blackpool watching some <laughs> trashy drag queen. Only the trashy drag queen was me. Right. It's been fab. It's been a fab weekend. And then I've got loads of stuff coming up. I'm just back, back, back. Busy, busy, busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. No, it's been exciting. Um, you've, I was going to say you're at Via tonight. So, yeah, so the show, this obviously you're listening to this hopefully when it drops on Monday. So, last night I was at Via, which is tonight because we're recording it the day before. Will oh. you get out the window? Fuck's sake. Is he? So, while we've had this um, little mid season break, um, well, two weeks in heaven. Um, One night in heaven. One night in heaven. Um, we went on the socials, which is at Gossip Gaze Pod on all social media, but mainly on the Instagram. Ooh, magical, magical. And we got tons of feedback from all the listeners. And we're very grateful. And we'd like to say thank you. Yeah, massive thanks. Because loads of people are like, we don't want guests. We just want you. Yeah. <laughs> Sells to the guests that we've had on. Boring <laughs> bastards. <laughs> Uh, but I think it's nice that people really actually take an interest in what we because we just chat shit really. Let's be honest. Yep, absolutely. And that's we what just tell love. you. We just tell you all. This is like diary. When I die, my family can listen back. Yes, absolutely. Do you know my mum said, "Oh, I can't wait for podcast to be back." I have to listen to old episodes. Let me oh. through. Oh no, bless her. She was like, "Oh, I listened to Mother's Day one, and I went da 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 da." And oh. I thought, oh, bless she her. She speaks Spanish now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah thank you very much and people want longer episodes right do they now yeah. <laughs> right right and you don't want much of your fucking free listen once a week do you 
fine. We'll give them what they want. We love our listener. Absolutely. So thank you very much uh, for the feedback. And keep it coming. Keep it. And I, I want to know more. I'd never be afraid to say, listen, guys, I'm not being funny, right? Well, I was in the bath listening this week and I was actually really upset or whatever. Yeah, because we do have a new email. Woo! <laughs> that was the wrong button. I'm so shit at these fucking buttons. Yes, yeah, so it's info at com. <laughs> Talk about a build-up. Info at thegossipgaze.com. We are... I'm not being funny, but we're fucking professional hosts. I know. And if you want to send your listeners letters to us via the emails, it's now letters at thegossipgaze.com. So there's a whole separate letters one. We're inundated. So we, we want to separate the emails from the from the business to, <laughs> wow. to the listeners' letters. So it's letters at gossipgazepod.com. No? <laughs> I'd love to double check it. <laughs> letters at gossipgazepod.com just put that in the email address letters at gossipgazepod.com yes and if it's um, anything else it's info at gossipgazepod.com so that's like business inquiries business yeah okay darling but all <laughs> you guys need to know is for your letters is now letters at gossipgazepod.com it'll be all in our little, little bio thing it'll mm-hmm. be on all our socials yeah. the email has changed if you do send it accidentally to the old email don't worry we'll still pick it up we'll still pick it up but we are moving slowly into what we like to call our professional era absolutely <laughs> what was that that's crickets fuck's sake i'm shit at these buttons let's move on So, this week it has been announced, well, it was a bit of a mad week actually, in the terms of this conversion therapy stuff that's been battered around by the bloody Tory government for three years. In and out, up and down, round and round. They've been promising that conversion therapy for LGBTQ plus people was going to be banned. They said this three years ago and they've been dragging and dragging their feet for fucking three years. Anyway... ITV got a hold of some leaked documents that said that they're just going to be scrapping conversion therapy banning altogether because they've got too much on the plate. They can't possibly do this. They can't put this through as well. Can I just, sorry to make this a political rant right now, but I just don't understand how we can keep voting these, the Tories in when even there's more people than ever that need food banks. Yeah. There's less people than ever that can even afford to give to food banks. People, my personal monthly heating and electricity bill has doubled and i mean doubled yeah the austerity the difference between the rich and the poor have you seen the figures with the schools it's the the public schools and private schools the gap between them is even bigger the rich are getting richer and the poorer are getting poorer and i think people are going to revolt at some point because this is getting ridiculous it, something needs to happen and i think people need to there's going to be a, um, it's a local election. I think it's the 5th of May and I think people really need to get out there and vote for really what they believe in. And it's personally, it's time for change. But also I do feel like a lot of people who vote Tory and stuff, I think there's a lot of queer people. I know it's a lot of gay men specifically that vote Tory when they've got like two or three jobs themselves. And it's a bit like, I feel like they do it because it's like a status thing. Like, or like if I'm, I'm voting Tory, like, um, I've got money. Oh, I've got money. You know what I mean? I don't know. I can't. I just don't understand why Why you'd be so selfish, if I'm honest. I can't. don't understand how. It's this whole, I'm all right, me. 
attitude. But even though you're not, because you're, you're still not. getting fucked over. Like, even with the whole Brexit thing, all the import taxes now, and, like, people are like, oh, it's this. Everything's more expensive. Yeah. When I used to order my foam tits, they were 40 quid. <laughs> yeah. They're 103 now. Yeah, it's expensive things. Same fucking gone, product. It's gone through the fucking roof. Everything. Anyway. Petrol. Yeah. Don't talk to me about petrol. Don't talk to me about <laughs> petrol. Honestly. I'm sorry to go on a massive rant because the bigger issue here is that they're flip-flopping around conversion therapy and, well, carry on with the story. Sorry, Bill. Yeah, so let's get back to that. Fucking so you know, rant over. <laughs> Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. So what's, so then um, ITV got hold of these documents and they said, basically, they're not going to have time. We're scrapping conversion therapy, banning, and people can just keep doing it. Then it came to light that actually for LGB people, that they are scrapping it. But if you're transgender, we're not scrapping it. There is no LGB without the T. Yep. We're all one community and it's not fucking good enough. Now, NHS England and other major psychological bodies in the UK have warned all forms of conversion therapy are unethical and potentially harmful. Um, so how can you say it's poten- it's unethical and harmful for one, pe- one group of people, but it's not for another? That means not, you, know so- it's for, it's, you know it's unethical still for trans people, but you're not going to do it. And it feeds into this rhetoric. No, so the where- NHS England and all psychological bodies have said it's harmful for everybody, but the government are ignoring that. That's and, what I'm saying. Oh, right, yeah. Okay, cool. I I thought you were saying that NHS England were... I thought you no, got the wrong end of the stick. Yeah, no, basically. no, I've not. I <laughs> okay, know exactly cool. what you're saying, but the, that's what the government are doing. Yeah. And also, how can we have, like, equalities ministers? How can we have people that are for everyone? Things like this give people more power who are damaging trans people's rights and lives. Yeah. It's, it gives people more of a reason to, to debate trans people's existence and therefore put harm to trans people. This will harm trans people more. Yes, absolutely. Like just because, and I mean physically, like, you know, people will get attacked more in the streets and people will get more verbal abuse and it becomes a more unsafe environment for our trans brothers and sisters to navigate. Um but the Welsh government have also said that the move is very unacceptable and they will be pressing ahead with banning it for transgender people. But it just seems um, England are just going to be by themselves on this. Scotland and Wales are banning it for LGBT people across the board. But England, because of Boris, uh, it won't be banned for transgender people. I think it's all part of the way the Tories work. It's that we, everyone is against everyone, even so much as England and Wales yeah. and Scotland. It, there's more of a disparity now between different groups of people than there's ever been, I think. feels that way. It certainly feels that way. I also think, is this because we're getting older and we're tapping more into it? I don't know. Because obviously when I was younger and a teenager and because of the internet, we're just seeing it more. Or is it actually getting worse? And for me, it does feel like it is getting worse. But I'm just trying to think, is it because we see it all on the internet now and we see... I've completely got rid of Facebook. I hardly go on Facebook anymore and I feel better for it because every time there's a news article about anything, there's always arseholes underneath and it gets me down. Same, and I'm sick of seeing on telly when when they think they get... The same with, like, when Black Lives Matter was happening and they get, like, one black person on that that disagrees with it all and it's like, well, here's here's the black voice saying that Black Lives Matter's wrong. Yeah. And it's the same with trans issues. They get the fucking... India Willoughby. India Willoughby knobheads on that just want five minutes of fame that will damage their own community more. I'm, it's overwhelming. It too is a, much. Too much to say. Too much. Too much to mention. 
And to top it all off, I'm not being funny, but this was on Trans Day of Visibility. Yeah. And I think, how can that go through when there's that many people in the government? Someone somewhere knows what day that's all getting released on. Of course. It's like another kick in the fucking undercarriage, isn't it? It's yeah. It's fucked up. And I think now more than ever, and we say it all the time, but... There's one thing being vocal, there's one thing being an ally, but I really do think we need to now start looking at how we can actively help the trans community. What can we actively do to let people know it's not right? Mm -hmm. Like, if I hear any transphobic comments from family and friends, I'll pick them up on it. But to be honest, I don't. I'm quite lucky in that respect where my family quite switched on and our group of friends are all very switched on. But, you know, I'm starting to think, what can I physically do to make a difference other than use the platforms that we've got to to voice our concerns and our opinion. I don't know. The Gossip Gaze. So, I wanted to ask, how far would you go to avoid someone? Because, mm, go right, on. think on that for a moment, I because think- there's a man who has lived in an airport in the Beijing capital for 14 years. Hey, I'm sorry. And his reason was to escape his family because he wanted to smoke and drink alcohol and his family wouldn't let him. And he's lived there for 14 years. And his direct quote, let me find it, it's really funny. Go on. My family told me if I wanted to stay, I had to quit smoking and drinking. And if I couldn't do that, I had to give them all my monthly government allowance of a, a 1,000 yen, which is about $200, which is about 180 quid. But then, <laughs> how, would I buy, how would I buy all my cigarettes and alcohol? And he's basically, he, he, he's, lived here for, he's lived there for 14 years, avoiding security in all sorts. Just moving about and drinking and smoking. So did he go to work and then go back to the airport when he finished his shift? He basically ran away from home and went to the airport and they all thought, well, he's got on a plane and left the country, but he actually never got on a plane. <laughs> okay. It was like the Ross and Rachel right, okay. of Beijing. <laughs> I never got on the plane. Did you get on the plane? He never got on the plane. He's lived there 14 years. Oh my God. That is an extra... <laughs> I hope he didn't leave, leave his wife and kids. Just to he left everyone. <laughs> Wife, kids, dog, budger agar. Right. So he could go have a beer and a fag. Yeah, <laughs> that is basically. Extreme. That is extreme. I've never done anything that extreme. When I was younger, I did run away from home. Yeah. Um, I think me and my mum had a little bust up. I was probably about <laughs> 10, 11 years old. Did and you pack a bag? I want to know what was in that bag for a start. Right. Do you know those little butt pads you used to take to stall and it was a red? Yeah. I, I took that. <laughs> You took your book bag for school. I took that. I filled it with probably a couple of pairs of underwear, socks, and maybe a vest. That's really forward thinking. Um, I'd have raided the snack cupboard, me. Uh, I put it in my book bag, and I remember leaving the house, slamming the door. <laughs> I'm going. I'm running away. My mum went, good, don't come back. I got to the end of the street, and I thought, what the fuck am I going to do? Yeah, where am I going to go? <laughs> where am I even going? I turn, turn back, back round. <laughs> Instantly turn back round. Um, and I think I just went straight back upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm deciding I'm staying. But I can remember being fuming. Do you know when little kids like stomp around and swing yeah. around? I was literally that marching up the street. And as and as it was setting in, I thought it's going to be dark soon. Well, there's no way I can live out here. I was too much of a, of, of a fucking puss puss to do that. Right. But I do remember when we were really naughty, my mum was like, took us to this big old house. Did you, your mum ever do this here? Now, this might be like an our generation thing. Maybe nowadays they don't do this to kids. But right. 
My mum would drive past this big house in Walton Village in Liverpool and be like, that is the naughty children's home. Right. And it was dead scary looking and all decrepit. And, <laughs> and she was like, and if you carry on, I'm going to kick you two out and I'm going to leave you two here. Oh, right. And I was in the front of the car like, no, mum, please, I'll do anything. I'm sorry. I'm really, I'm sorry. And we just heard the back door go, poof. And our Jake was up the path, my little brother. No way. Yeah, fine, see you then. Fuck this. My mum was like, get back in the car now. No way. Is yeah. he was brave enough? He, my little brother was nuts. We had all the windows locked in the upstairs of the house because... Are you was, all right in there, Lev? That was dead loud, weren't it? Yeah. It sounded like you were chopping over here. Liv's <laughs> making us some bruschetta. Very <laughs> P- nice. Producer and chef. Cheers. Producer, <laughs> personal chef. <laughs> Snacks on cue. Um, all the upstairs windows were locked because me, my dad caught my little brother in a Spider-Man outfit at about <gasps> six years old, trying to jump out of the window. What? Onto the roof of my dad's van. No way. Yeah. Oh my God, he was braver than me. Kids are nuts. Kids are fucking nuts. Um, I think we should keep them in cages until they're old enough <laughs> to actually be in the real world. I think that's cruel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, have you ever, ever wanted to avoid your family? Have you got issues with your family and you want to bring them on this show and out them now? Take our new Gossip Gaze lie detector. To- <gasps> Did you see the Jeremy Kyle thing? I've not watched it now. Oh, my God. The tea that was that. spilt. The tea that was spilt. It was so cruel. I didn't watch any of it. You need to watch it. It's got all about this poor Steve Diamond guy who took his own life after appearing on the show. I think there needs to be more done for reality show contestants in terms of mental health and aftercare because because you're seen as contributors, I think it would seem, well, according to this show, it would seem that because they're seen as contributors that, like, they can do what they want to them. But why is... Like, if it was a job, there'd be a union. Okay, yeah, but it's not a job. Is that... But it is really because you're the entertainment you don't have to go on the show, though. No, but there's obviously a power and control thing there. Like, a lot of these people were underprivileged that went on the show. Right, That okay. wouldn't be able to afford things like lie detectors and paternity tests. So they were exploited. Obviously, we don't have Jeremy Kyle anymore. Yeah. But there is, you know, other reality shows. Like, what does Love Island do? Look at the amount of people that have taken the lives This is Love what Island. I mean. So I'm like, why is that not being cancelled then? Well, I'm not fucking boss of ITV, darling. That's true. But... I think it's a whole new can of worms for a whole new show, but I'm, I don't know how we've gone on to this from a man living in an airport, but you need to watch it if you've not watched it. I'll get on that this week. I am going to watch it. I've got a bit of downtime now. I've got my weekends out, so yeah, I'll watch yeah, it. get Definitely. on to it. And we'll, we'll pick this back up. Make Definitely. a mental note. Pick it up. Pick it up. The Gossip Gaze. So, listeners, that's the time. So, this came in... <laughs> It's all right. This came in on the social media, which is Gossip Gaze Pod on Instagram. Yeah. And don't forget our new email. Letters at GossipGazePod.com. Yeah. That was more like a test because I couldn't remember. Whoop, whoop, whoop. So this is, hey, Gossip Days. This is more aimed at Billy, but Danny, if you could give me sort of some advice, though. Oh, right. Thanks. uh, That would be great, too. (laughs) First of all, I just want to say I love the live show and it was great to see you both again. I'm a DJ and radio presenter. So I volunteer at a station called Trans Radio UK and have been for three years. It's online, so I do it from home. I don't want to sound cocky, but I know I'm good at presenting. Good, so you should. There's nothing wrong with knowing that. Agreed. Keep going. At the moment, it's just volunteering. However, I want to go into a paid job and learn the actual studio shizzle. 
Ooh, studio shizzle. I, I've applied for Dadio twice and they've never got back to me. I also want to be a DJ at clubs. How do I go about it? Question mark. Fuck you, Gadio. <laughs> Shady, Shady cunts. <laughs> um, I think keep pushing for a start. I think Just because you get a no or no, no response, keep pushing. I know from, from somebody who used to work there as a big time presenter. Not me. So- I was going to say, calm down, girl. You did a couple of nights. <laughs> I don't want to say I'm a big time presenter, but I was on drive time once. <laughs> Come on. No, somebody who, who worked no, there for a number on of years, they physically knocked on the radio door and said, Aya, I'm here to talk to you about presenting. Yeah. And they had to push in that way. And they did. And then they were on it. You can't take no for an answer when you want something that's so bad. And you've got to keep working. You're in the right field. And I think there's more options than Gadio. Look at other local radios. Do as much as you can. Even like we are. Start some kind of pod. I don't know. There's so much you could do. You've just got to keep going and and think, what else? What else can I do? Look at the market that you're in. Think, is there a gap in the market? Know your strengths and play to them strengths. What did you do first getting out into... Because you started as a DJ, so how did you get your first DJ gig? Paid. Oh, how did I? can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> how did I? <clears throat> oh, I lied. Yeah, I said I was going to be... I said I'd already done it. So my right. first DJ gig, I lied and said, oh, yeah, I have DJ back home in a, in a, in a bar in Birkenhead. Right. And they were like, oh, really? Can you DJ? And I was like, yeah, of course I can DJ. So did somebody phone in sick or something? Was it that DJ night? DJ left or got sacked or something, and I was in the right place at the right time. Right. See, so do these guys, does this person DJ in the bar already? They said they've been trying to do that and it's not happened yet. You've got to keep knocking on doors. It, mo, I'm not going to lie, is who you know. So you need to get infiltrate those circles. It, the same as what you were saying for the past big celebrity DJ that you're talking about. <laughs> that now probably DJs for a nice big number one radio show. Yeah. You know, they, they said the same. You've got to keep knocking on doors. You've got to infiltrate those circles. You've got to go to the events. If, if Gadio put an event on, go. Speak to the people, get in the know. And also, I know for a fact that Gadio do volunteering, presenting guest slots, like on that, what's it called? That, that, what's it? What is it? That, what, speak. <laughs> what is it? Do you know what I Not did? Not fucking clue. You do, you did it and you hosted it and it has like voices of the community it's like loose women of an evening in it yeah and you don't get paid for it but you do go and you get in there with them and you know what i was gonna say is well you really need to, to like scrub up on your skills as well like you, even though you know you're good you can always be better mm-hmm. so i think you know a lot of these people do it in uni and stuff as well and take courses and then they meet people that way oh yes maybe do like a course night school or something yeah Paris Monroe, I went to uni with with them. And Who's that? That's the new breakfast presenter on Gadio, Paris. Right, okay. And I went to uni with them and they loved radio and they were always doing radio stuff. They took radio in as, as a subject. Right. Yeah. And then now look at them. And I think their breakfast. their route was like they worked on another local, more community radio and like a university radio station as well. That's probably unpaid though, uni. Yeah. A lot of this will be unpaid until you get your break. And then that's when the money comes, honey. I know. I think it's a bit of a shit show, that, though. In, in, especially in, in the entertainment world. That showbiz. 
you've got to, you've got to work for free. You've got to prove time. your worth. That's what you've got to do, and that's what this person needs to do. They need to not yeah. take these. No, you've applied twice. Well, that's not enough time, darling. You need to keep pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing. And you've also got to remember how many other people are going to going to be applying for that role. Yeah, it's going to be hundreds. Yeah, I mean, there also is a line between pushing and pushing and then just becoming a freak that messages them every day. <laughs> of course. Where yeah. they're like, is this person still emailing? Yeah, no, I, I, I genuinely think try and get on with Gadio on that Loose Women, not Loose Women, Voice of the Community of an evening show. Because that is volunteering work. And I can remember when I went, I only did it twice because um, it just weren't my bag. But Do you know what happened when I did it? What? I crossed my legs under the table. <laughs> God. I crossed my legs under the table, and the present- I see. I didn't know what had happened, but I seen the pre- the main presenter's face went the colour of boiled shit, right. and they were like, "We've gone off air," and I was like, "What do you mean we've gone off air?" And they'd lost all power, and I'd knocked all the wires out from under the desk. Could you not feel it? <laughs> well, I was like. Oh, maybe I've just knocked some wires. I'd pulled the fucking plug on the computer. They were running around panicking like an headless chicken. We had like six minutes of dead air. And I remember them being like, we can't have dead air. We, we can't have dead air. They had to run to this other backup machine and flick it over. Right. <laughs> so it just played like elevator music. People were like, what it was, was going like, on? Yeah, it was like, we are currently suffering technical difficulties. We'll be back after the short break. And then it was like, murder on the dance floor. <laughs> 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 right, okay. I mean, I, I'm I'm clumsy as fuck. Yeah. So that's what happened to me when I did. But even that never put them off. Right, you've got the personality. You've got the personality. You can you can make dead air. Perfect. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Just keep going. In terms of the clubs and stuff like that, though, it is who you know. I just got a lucky break. I I. One of the DJs were like, oh, I can't do this week. And I worked for the venue and I went, oh, I've been practising DJing at home. Can I have a go? Yeah, and then and then you'd started doing it. And then I remember I did a club opening in Lancaster. Yes. And I was like, oh, my busy mates, he's, uh, he's a DJ. He's really good. He's really big all in Manchester. And then they were like, oh, right, okay. Got we'll me. trial them. Yeah. It's all about that. So you need to be in the circles where these people, these people navigate. It is hard, though. It is hard. But if you've got a dream... Don't let anything come in between it. And if you know you're good, mm-hmm. don't think, oh, that's me being cocky. I mean, there's a difference between, you know, knowing your worth and being a cunt. Yeah. Don't be a cunt. Be nice to every single person that you meet. Be a hard worker mm-hmm. and it'll happen. Good luck to you. I know that. I feel like that's a bit crap advice, but I think the best thing we can do at this stage is is spare you on and push you and make you know that... There's hundreds and hundreds of people who all think they've got what it takes and know they've got what it takes. The difference between the successful person and somebody who goes, oh, that could have been me, is they don't give up. Keep going at it, darling. I'm 30 this year and I'm still saying my dreams are to be a TV presenter one day and, you know, do all of that. So I'm keeping on working. Oh, yes, you are, baby. I'm keeping on working. Well, that was the end of well, this show. I was like, well, how are we doing? <laughs> so it's the end of the show. Uh, thank you very much. It's nice to be back. And thank you for listening. And thank you, everybody who's been like, can't wait for it to come back. We're back, 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 back again. Um, and we're going to let a bomb this week. I'm not DJing. I'm just coming for the ride, which I'm excited it's gonna for. It's going to be fab. That's on Tuesday in Canterbury. Yeah. And then busy, busy, busy bees.
we've got loads coming up this week. As you say, yeah, we're at Glitter Bomb. Mm-hmm. And then on Friday the 8th of April, I'm going to be in the Village Birmingham. 9th of April, I'm going to be in London doing two gigs. I'm at National Student Pride Ooh. in the afternoon, main stage, hosting a quiz show, apparently, mm. with Dawn French, if she can confirm. What the fuck? So that should be amazing. That's exciting. And then I'm going to be at the Two Brewers in Clapham. Yes. And then on Sunday the 10th of April, I'm back at the Royal Vauxhall Tavern. So you'll hear all about that in next week's show. And hopefully I'll be seeing some of you in some of those gorgeous locations. But wherever you are, whatever you do, wherever you're listening to us, stay gay. Okay? (laughs) (laughs) The Gossip Gaze. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.